You're listening to the Best I've Ever Read podcast, the podcast where we discuss the best and not so best books we've ever read. We're your hosts, Liv and Kim. Good morning, Kim. Well, good afternoon to you. Good morning. Yep. I feel like we do that every time. Every time. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good morning. How are you? It's been, I'm I'm good. It's been like two weeks since we've recorded. So it just feels like a lifetime. I know we took a little hiatus. Well, not a hiatus, but we took like a week off last <laughs> week because we have, we're just so prepared. We've really just recorded so many extra episodes. Um, yeah. But and yeah, it was so nice. We got to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Just a little week off from recording. We still had. Yes kind of catching up on all the episodes that we have recorded that we still needed to edit and stuff so it was a nice little week but it was sad to not see you I know I know I know I was like I wonder what Liv's doing well I knew (laughs) what you were doing but I'm like wow I wonder how our trip is going but yeah yeah how was your how was your trip how was your week weeks weeks yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. Last week was reading week, which like doesn't really exist for grad students because we still have work to do, but I didn't have to like go teach my tutorials or go to class. So yeah, it was nice to just not have to be anywhere. I could just go somewhere else. So my best friend and I went to Montreal, which is just a three hour drive from here. Um, it's like a really nice little treat to just be able to go to Montreal whenever we want, kind of. Um, yeah. We oh used gosh. hotwire.ca, hotwire sponsor us, but we used hotwire. What? It, okay, I didn't know hotwire still exists. Hotwire is incredible. We stayed at this fancy hotel downtown, like a, a hotel we would never be able to afford. Like, it's like more than $200 a night for this hotel. And it was so fancy. And like, that we got robes and like, it was so nice. And we got it on a hot wire for, I think we each paid $90 a night for two nights. Okay, what? That with is, hot wire. yeah, that is but with hot wire, You don't know what hotel you're getting. You know where it's going to be. Like, you know, the radius it's going to be and you can pick where in the city you want it to be. And then you can pick, it shows you like various different stars and it shows what it gets on Expedia and stuff. So you know that it's a five-star hotel and it tells you like which chain it could be but you don't know which hotel it is so you kind of just have to gamble but mm-hmm. it's really nice and then like Taylor and I used it for we're running a half marathon at the end of May in Ottawa well he's running a marathon and I'm running a half marathon and we booked with Hotwire again and we got this like fancy hotel right beside the start line of the marathon for the same like so cheap and we just like yeah what okay that is because I remember you know like back in the day in the in the early 2000s and I don't know how early but you hear like the hot wire jingle I feel yeah ever think of it again yeah but it's a it's a thing and like yeah one of my brother's friends uses it all the time she's like yeah just use it like it's it's legit it looks a little sketchy and it feels a little sketchy and the prices are in USD. So for our oh. Canadian listeners, um, you do have to like do the transfer before you pay just to make sure that you're actually getting a deal. But I think it's like usually at least $50 off the hotel a night, um, which even if you're not like you could just use it for a regular non-fancy hotel and get a good deal mm-hmm. on that. So I recommend Hotwire. Wow. Okay. But yeah, we went, we went to a few of our favorite vintage shops there. I got a few fun new vintage items. We went out for dinner both nights to two wonderful restaurants. Um, Yeah, we really had like one full day there and then half days on either side. We went to the Barbie Expo, which was really fun. There was a Barbie Expo. I saw that. Yes, it was so fun. Um, Jamie and I's favorite drag queen is Trixie Mattel, obviously. Yes. And so we all obviously also both love Barbies because we grew up with Barbies and it was really fun. 
we, it was just like, it was like a free, if you're ever in Montreal, it's downtown. It's a free, you just, it's in the mall. You like walk into this weird mall and then it's in the mall. It's like, you don't even need to ticket or anything. You just walk in and oh there's gosh. just, I never tons, saw it. Tons of Barbies. Like we probably spent an hour there, maybe more looking at all the Barbies. It was really fun. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, that was the highlight. Oh, I love Montreal. Mm-hmm. That's it's like, I think, definitely one of my favorite Canadian cities out of all the many cities in Canada. <laughs> yeah, it's really fun too because I'd been there a few times prior to moving out east. Um, Like once just on, oh, sorry, Remy is really barking. Once on just a vacation and then a few times for like dance competitions. And then when I moved out east last summer, I went there twice or three times. No, just twice. And then like, oh, no, three times. I literally went to Montreal three times last year, once for a conference and then one time with Taylor and our other friend. And then one time with Jamie again and my best friend Hannah from home. So I kind of like know the city, like I don't know the city yet, but I can kind of tell where I am. Like I'm starting to recognize street names which is always fun when you're in a place like I'm sure you feel like that like moving to a new city like when you finally start to recognize things is really cool yes yeah Yeah, I think especially in like a new city when you're like oh I've been here before like I've been to Montreal twice and the second time I was there was because the first time I was there was for like a day and then the second time was for I think we were there for like five days or four days so it was quite a long time and we stayed on like St. Catherine Street. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Which is like the main main place. So I got to know that street really well. <laughs> yeah, that's like, like a big shopping street. And then yeah, the main mm-hmm. area. We were also very close to there at this time. Other oh, times okay, I stayed yeah, in Airbnb, like more in like Mohoyal, which is mm-hmm. like a little bit more trendy. Um, but there aren't really hotels oh, okay. there Airbnbs. But that's the other thing is that we were looking at Airbnbs and it was cheaper to stay in a hotel. And the last time I went to Montreal, I stayed in an Airbnb and it was trash and I paid way too much money for it. It was like but way more than I paid for this hotel. And it was disgusting. It wasn't clean. Really? It was like a basement. Um, The bed was tiny for me and Hannah to share. Like it was just... It just was not it. And so I was like, why? And then they're like, you have to take your the garbage out, make sure all the everything's clean. I'm like, for oh my gosh. Money? Yeah. Oh, I'm I am not staying in an Airbnb anytime soon anymore. Like <laughs> I I always think I'm like, okay, Airbnb, I always look at the prices between hotels. And sometimes if I find Airbnb, I'm like, oh, this is like a cool spot and it's maybe a bit cheaper than a hotel or like comparable sometimes I'll choose the Airbnb and I always not always but like a lot of the time I regret it like in Spain I've stayed in two like while we were traveling around a bit I stayed in one in Granada which was fine it was like super cheap for the price it was like I think me and Amard we stayed there for a week and it was 300 bucks 300 Canadian dollars so that's like dirt cheap. It was a shared accommodation, but they kind of like don't tell you how shared it is. You kind of think, oh no. Okay. Shared kitchen, shared bedroom, not bedroom, <laughs> shared, like shared kitchen, shared bathroom, whatever. But I thought I was under the impression that they had like two rooms. So there would be like another person living there. And then the whole week we were there, there was like people coming in and out throughout the week, which was fine. Everyone was super nice that we met. But on the last day, there were some people that stayed. It was like two lovely boys that were a bit younger than us, it seemed. And right when they got in, I was like, oh, gosh, these guys are going to be like pretty messy because they kind of were acting like no one lived there. You know, when sometimes... I get it. If you're like in a hotel or something and you just like leave your stuff everywhere, leave the food out, fine. I get it. Um, But knowing it's a shared accommodation, sometimes you're a bit like, okay, I'm going to keep this clean for everyone. They left like their food and garbage everywhere and they showered and completely not even clogged the shower. They flooded the bathroom (laughs) and then just left on their last day. They like completely flooded the bathroom. So I walk into the bathroom and I'm like, 
why did I just step into a puddle? And I bring my Crocs everywhere. Like I don't step barefoot in any like shared accommodation or anything. I get creeped out by like stepping on a bare floor. So I'm like slouching through this bathroom and there was over an inch of water. And I was like, okay, I have to catch a train. So I had to mop up this bathroom. Plus I'm like, I don't want the Airbnb host thinking this was me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. So yeah. That it's oh, also someone's gross. house. So like, I understand why people are picky, but it's also like, yeah, I don't, I shouldn't have to take also, my garbage out. Yeah. And do the laundry and everything. Oh yeah. And then yeah, also take the I sheets off, in. put your sheets on yeah, and put them in the, <laughs> I know. Washing machine. No. What? Yes. No. I, and, and that, okay. Speaking of washing machines. I used one at an Airbnb thinking I'm in Spain. I'm like, okay, you know, the washing machine's probably going to be in Spanish. Fine. Okay. This washing machine was in German. Okay. What? Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't know German at all. And I know you can Google translate it. So I can, I was trying to Google translate it. And this washing machine, it wasn't like a one like this. No, no one can see what I'm doing right now, but yeah. Like, you know how a washing machine goes like, clockwise counterclockwise kind of thing but this one turned like a wheel like this huh? like a yeah so I'm like what? oh why am I even getting into this so anyways I I broke the washing machine <laughs> I didn't know at the time but then three weeks later after this guy already gave me a good review on Airbnb he said hey you broke the washing machine so now you have to give me $150 cuz I had to get it fixed. I was like, "Oh my god." No. So yeah, I'm not staying in Airbnb for a while. No, I'm not that a That was a cute Airbnb though, but uh-uh. And I'm like, "You're going to expect people but... to wash their sheets?" No. How was your week, Kim? Or your two weeks? Oh, it was good. Um, oh my gosh, yeah, it's been two weeks. While you were in Montreal, yeah. I went to Madrid. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. How was it? It was, it feels like it was so, so long fun. ago. Yes, I know. It feels like it feels so long ago. But yeah, it was only like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I think on our last podcast, I was talking about how I was going. I went. How was your and... experience? Oh my gosh. Not good. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do that again. <laughs> Actually, yeah. it's not bad because you save a day or wait, you gain a day pretty much, yeah. especially if you're commuting for like six hours. But I think I'd rather just like not do an overnight bus because I was so tired for the whole trip. Like I was exhausted. I'm just not built for I don't have the stamina anymore. Yeah, <laughs> especially if you like we stayed in a hostel, too, and it was a beautiful hostel. But so I'm, I'm obviously I'm, I'm traveling with my boyfriend and we wanted to stay in the same room, but also we didn't, we're like, we don't need a private room. We can just get like one of those bunk bed things. Yeah. So we get to this hostel and it's one of those like bump in hostels that always has like an event going on. So even yeah. in like the shared space where you could like go on your laptop or like whatever, there's always like an event. So we get to the hostel at like 6 a.m. We eat breakfast. Cool. Perfect. And then we're like, okay, let's just like take a quick nap. And I think I'm just shy. Like I've stayed oh. in hostels before, but I'm not even shy. But I think I'm just like not that traveler anymore. I think when I was younger, it was better because I could like live off less sleep. But we got to the hostel. We're napping. And then I didn't even think of it. And then like guys come in very nice but I'm like I'm a woman and I can't I don't feel comfortable getting dressed in front of these guys like you know like if it was women I was staying with different story I could probably like become friends with them whatever but the fact that I'm like with my partner and then there's like two guys that are a bit older than me staying it was just like oh I don't want to like you know go to the bathroom yeah shower like certain things that I was just like oh so I was like couldn't sleep very well I don't know I feel like I was just tired the whole trip but other than that did a lot of fun stuff lovely Pierre reads yeah you met Pierre yeah I met Pierre it was so fun we got along so well and um yeah he showed me 
well, me and Amard, Amard came along, but we were kind of like, okay, just follow us around all the bookstores. <laughs> so we went to so many bookstores. Did Amard um, get a book? I, he did not, mm. but I got some books for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, I have them here. I'm going to show you. Oh yeah. Because we we're going to probably go into that anyway. Um, I, I guess before we go into the books, I'll tell you a little bit more about my trip, but okay. we got churros. So Pierre took us to get churros and porras oh my gosh is it porras so churros are like skinny so good I love churros and this was probably one of the best churros or churro places with chocolate churros con chocolate (laughs) but yeah I I loved it so we had churros we went walking we got burritos for lunch it was delicious Madrid just has more international options for food rather than uh, Sevilla or Andalusia in general, just because it's like a big metropolitan. I had Jollibee, which is a very famous um, Filipino chain. Had it twice. Um, I had to. Did you get the spaghetti? We didn't get the spaghetti. I Well, me and Amard, this was our thing. We were like, okay let's get the spaghetti and then we're like no we we cook so much spaghetti at home like that's like one of our two meals that we cook all the time is burgers and spaghetti don't laugh at me whoever's listening I feel like those are very basic things but you know gotta do what you gotta do whatever works yeah so we got a lot of fried chicken though and they have different stuff on the menu here like they chicken tendies are like a huge thing here I don't think we have chicken tenders at the Jollibee in Canada or any other Jollibee I've been to. I've so only ever had those. Jollibee in the Philippines. So oh, I don't know. So you've, been, you've had like the Jollibee. Okay. Yep. I was, was going to say Jollibee in the Philippines is the best because it has all the stuff. Like it has all the noodles. Um, it has the spaghetti, the rice, and the chicken. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Jollibee in Madrid was different. I feel but like, like they make it more European. different there too, isn't it? Didn't what did you get this morning? What was on your Instagram? Oh my gosh, was that hey, uh, this Donald? morning? Yes, your little How bird with, with prosciutto. Yes, or, or jamon. <laughs> <laughs> it like it's pretty much prosciutto, but I shouldn't say it's pretty much prosciutto because apparently it's very different. Um, so I don't don't want anyone to come for me, <laughs> but tastes the same to me I don't know looks and tastes very similar but yeah I went to McDonald's this morning also this is a culture shock I went to McDonald's at a little bit past 11 a.m and if you're not from North America or if you've never been there that's when breakfast ends at McDonald's like well now I think some places like in Canada you can still order breakfast after but before it was like hard stop no breakfast like once the clock turns 11 you're not getting a hash brown. You're not getting a McMuffin or anything. Breakfast here, this was the first time I've had breakfast at McDonald's and it's very Spanish. Like it's, so bread, like they call it a tostada. So like a bread, like a mini baguette. I love this breakfast actually. So I should, I should say that with um, tomato sauce, not tomato sauce. It's like tomato puree. Apparently it's just grated tomato yeah. and then olive oil and then jamon on top. That they don't have like McGriddles here or McMuffins or McAnything. Like that's the same as breakfast in North America. They that's have espresso. Though. It was so good. Espresso yeah, and like McDonald's. Yeah, like legit espresso machine. Not like the one that we have in Canada where it's like a press the button like it's legit espresso machine but unfortunately the girl like got my order completely wrong because um since I was customer number 001 of the day literally what my receipt said um their machine wasn't on to take orders so I was like standing there for a long time and she's just looking at me she's like oh can I see your receipt uh well I'm assuming she said this my Spanish understanding isn't um 100 yet and so I gave her my receipt and she points to like the thing I ordered. She's like, do you want that? And I was like, yes. Um, but yeah, at 11.15, they had just opened pretty much. And I was the first customer for breakfast. So 
I first and only customer the whole time I was there. I felt a little insecure. I'm always off time here. Spain seems um, like my kind of a country because I do eat breakfast at 11 a.m. every day. Yeah. No, like, I love it. Like I'm, I've been eat. I've been waking up so late here and like love it. But I guess I'll have to get into a normal routine soon. But yeah, it's weird. Like people definitely eat a lot, eat breakfast a lot later, start work a lot later. Like people eat lunch here at two, three. If you go out for dinner at seven p.m., you're gonna be the only one at the at the restaurant. I'm still getting used to it. Anyways, fast food is weird here. Sorry, guys. Yeah, that is weird. Well, <laughs> it's different. It's pr- it sounds different, better, to be honest different. with you. Show me what books you got. Oh, yes. Um, I got four books. Woo! And they're huge. Oh, my God. Okay. I'll show you them one at a time because they're, they're really big. So okay. um, Pierre took me to this book called Tous Liberias. It's like T-U-U-U-U-U. There's like multiple like U's. your library? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Ooh. Multilingual it's queen here. It's the same <laughs> in, in French. So I speak yeah. Spanish is sometimes yeah. like you can decipher. Spanish and French have a lot of like crossover, mm-hmm. I feel. Yeah. Um, And then a libreria is, sounds like library, but it's a bookstore. Oh, okay. Which is kind of opposite of... English right um so I got this book it's fantasy so this is the Priory of the Orange Tree I want to read that so badly okay we maybe we should both read it and then um review it in in many months (laughs) hey I'm glad you said that because well first of all I was calling it the priority of the tree the orange tree no and then i searched it in goodreads i was like why isn't it showing up <laughs> oh my god oh. um and then amard's like don't you know what a pri- priory is and i was like i don't know apparently it's like a priest or something he's like you know like the order of the phoenix that's kind of like what it is oh and i was like okay, okay. i don't know um, but I'm excited to read this one. Sapphic. Yeah, there's like some LGBTQ trope in here. Um, I haven't read a fantasy book since Akotar, A Court of Ro- A Court of Thorns and Roses. Oh, yeah. yeah which yeah. I read a while ago, which is like that hyped book by Sarah J. Mass. I don't know how I feel about that one. I've seen that it's compared to like The Hobbit like lord of the rings type of book like it's kind of like that game of thrones which mm-hmm. i really like so yeah i'm excited for that one it's by samantha shannon cool and then i got a book called the gods of gotham by Lindsay fay oh never heard of it have no idea what it's about Me either it's a historical fiction based in new york city in 1845 Oh, and oh, so there's like a serial killer on the loose. I don't know. Pierre was like, I feel like this is up your alley. And I was like, I'll give it a try. So we'll see. And then I don't know if you'd recognize this one. I got Dune. Nice. By Frank Herbert. Nice. Um, Many people may recognize this from the movie with Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet, and Florence Pugh. Pugh. Q. Q. I never know how to say her name. Um, I actually got this one for Amard because me and Pierre were like, I think Amard would like this one. I think he would too. I feel like this is like a boy book, not it's to gender books, but I feel like men love this book and many people love this book. So yeah. I was like, okay, sure. And then I got The Stationery Shop of Tehran. Oh, cool. By mar marjan kamali um i've heard this one's really good as well i this one also i've never really seen on the socials but yeah it's kind of give me like the henna artist vibes okay yes that is the book i was thinking i'm like this has the same cover as like a book that is popular yeah i think i was thinking the henna artist is really good but the henna artist is set in okay 
I wonder who the author of the of the henna artist is. Alka Joshi. It was oh, a really okay. good book. I would recommend the henna artist. It was really beautiful. Ooh. Yeah, it was okay. really good. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to read more. I've been reading a lot of Asian authors recently, and I'm like, okay, I want to like, which I'm Asian, so it makes sense, but I'm like, I want to diversify a bit more because I've been just reading, you know, whatever. Um, so those are the four books I got. Um, also, they're all used books, but this bookstore is cool because you can choose how much you want to pay. What? Which I was like, yeah, you can pay one euro if you want. And, and I was how like, much did you pay? I like, Here. I paid 12 euros for these four books. Is that because you decided that's what you wanted to pay? Or do they have like a recommended price? Yeah. No, I I just, I was like 12 euros. She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. What? If you said six, sure. I Because I think it's like a charity. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's a charity shop kind of thing. But I, well, I was asking Pierre and I was like, well, is it like a charity? And he, I don't know. I'm going to look it up because yeah, they let you choose. All the books are donated. So they're all donated. So I don't know. I don't know the bookstore structure, but all of these books are in pretty good condition. Like, um, like some of them, the spines are like cracked, but I don't know. I, I, I love used books. I love how they look. So I'm fine with that. And the, the Priory of the Orange Tree is completely new, except there's like a scuff at the back, which is I love, I love used books too. It's like you, you, you read most books once. Like, yeah. Yeah. Why why don't we reuse them? Like libraries. Those are used hundreds of times. Exactly. Right. Uh, no, I love and I'm kind of weird in the way like I like seeing where people have like dog-eared pages and like if they leave like I love when people leave bookmarks in books. I love that too. I have so many bookmarks. Actually, most of my bookmarks are like bookmarks that have just like appeared I think I got silence of the lambs used and there was this bookmark it was like how to stay happy every day <laughs> in that book too that's funny yeah. oh my god yeah you need the reminder what books have you been reading or Paul like have you bought any books recently <laughs> did you buy four huge books like me okay I did not buy four huge books but I am gonna show you four books I have been very slow with my reading um unfortunately I am Still reading Either Or by Elif Batuman, which I think the last time we recorded, I was just starting it or I was reading Taylor Jenkins Read, I think, at that point. But yeah, I'm almost done this. I have like just under 100 pages to go. So I'm going to finish it today. It was my goal to finish. It was actually my goal to read four books in February. And I did read four books because one of the books that I read was a book for school. Um, and I read a book. And it counts as a book. It was actually a very wonderful book. Mm -hmm. It's called Belly of the Beast. And it's about how anti-fatness is rooted in anti-blackness. It was a wonderful book. Oh. Very accessible. Like, not very, like, academic-y. Like, very accessible for people. The author is... Let me get the author. Deshaun Harrison, who is... I don't know if they're a... Yeah, they're an author. And I think they do a lot of, like, writing work um, about gender and fatness. And they're really cool. So if that is at all interested, interesting to you, that's a really good book and a very like accessible like starting point. And there's like a chapter on a bunch of different topics that it just begins to dive into. And then like from there, you could find lots of resources depending on the topic or that they talk about. So um, very cool. Fun. But I read that. So I did read four books in February and this I'm finishing on March 1st. So it's always like, oh, does that count? I don't think it does. Yeah. But well, especially well, you if you've read most of it in February, yeah. Sometimes I just like put it for March or for the previous month because yeah, because it mean, doesn't really count for March. It, yeah, because if you only read a hundred pages in March, that's not that's not even no half of it. <laughs> no, so yeah, but I'm reading either or. It's wonderful. Okay, yeah. How is it? Um, it's not as good as the idiot, just because. Okay. Like. It's not because it's not the idiot, but yeah, it's still. Oh, I also in the first book, they never specify this. But in this book, we learn how to pronounce Celine's name properly. And so we have been calling her Selen, which I think everyone calls her Selen because that's how it's written. Um, but she's Turkish and it's apparently pronounced Celine because someone in the book, she like wrote out phonetically like C-E-L-I-N-E. -E. Like someone was like Celine and she was like, oh, yeah, Celine. 
like that's my name so you learned that her that we've been pronouncing her name wrong which is oh my gosh when do you ever read a book out loud when you're reading book yes that's true so her name is celine i still don't even know if that's the proper pronunciation but i think it might be closer um it's really cute it's still her and she's just as funny and cute and adorable and yeah so it's good it's it's not the idiot but it's if you if you haven't read either of them read the idiot first and then if you fall in love with celine read this one because it's obviously a sequel that's not obviously a sequel it Mm -hmm. is cool so anyways that that one and then i have three books that i want to talk about briefly (sighs) because i don't know what to read next well no i do know what i'm reading next but i just want to talk about three books so the next book that i'm going to read is just kids by patty smith so that's my next book um it's a very like ever I feel like everyone has read this book is it a memoir yeah okay it's a memoir and yeah I'm really excited to read that I've been meaning to read it for a really long time and then Taylor had it at home so I kept like wanting to buy it or put it on my library list and he's like just wait till we go home at Christmas I'll get it from my book pile because he still has a bunch of stuff in Calgary that he didn't move out here um mostly books and he was like I have it so wait so I got that and then my friend I want to read this like intermittently like maybe not like a book that I'm reading like nightly reading but I would like to like spend maybe like half an hour every day just reading some of this but this is a book that my friend Grace gave me who I think I've talked about on this podcast before um they've given me many book recommendations and they're actually reading tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow right now really yeah they were like I'm almost finished and I was like oh yeah it's okay the episode's coming up this week so you can listen to it at your leisure and then yeah anyways they gave me this book it's called fat and queer and it's an edited book it's not like a not necessarily a academic book like it's not published by an academic publisher but it's I think some of the writers are academics Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just about being fat and queer and I love that cover yeah isn't it cute yes so it's like a collection of poems and short stories and like little essays just by a bunch of different people and that's what my research is on so I'm excited to just like read this and I I just think it's cool so I'm gonna read that but I think I'm gonna read it like just a few little essays and poems Mm -hmm. a day and then I found this book in a little library and I don't know if you know this book. I I think that I've seen it or like it was it was enough for me to pick it up. Like I was like, oh, like and you know in the library sometimes you're like what what are any of these books? How did these how are these here? But yeah, I have a lot of questionable books from Little Free Libraries. Yeah, me too. This one is called A Fine Balance. Ooh. Have you seen this cover? I feel like I've seen it. I'm going right? to It's called it, it or it's it's by Rohinton Mystery and it won the Giller Prize, the Commonwealth Writers Prize for Best Book, the Los Angeles Times Book Prize for Fiction, the Royal Society of Literature's Winifred Holtby Prize. It was shortlisted for the Booker Prize, and it won, and it was also shortlisted for the International Impact Dublin Literary Award. Whoa, okay. Like, and it has a pretty much a 4.4 on Goodreads. It's like a very, I think it's a very well-known book, and it came out in it was published uh, in 1995 97 oh yeah 95 95 it says paperback or paperback was in 97 oh yeah 1995 on january 1st apparently wow. whoa so yeah Happy it's new. set in 1970s india and it's oh, also a big okay. boy like it's got almost 700 pages so wow but i'm really excited okay that's Wow, that sounds like a really good book. It has very good reviews. And just like the most popular review I'm seeing here, it says, I stayed up all night to finish this book because the climax is simply unput downable. Oh, I like an unput downable book. I did also want to read five in March. Yeah. But But we need to pick your next book. I know. Which one should I read? Like I have, I think I want to read the, The Priory of the Orange Tree. I'm going to try, I tried reading it last night right before bed and I was like, no, I have to like sit down and read this because there's like a a new world and characters and stuff. So that one I have to do like a character map. So I might either read that one next or I also have on my Kobo, I have like a hundred books 
on my ebook right now from the library. Oh no. Um, so I'm like, okay, those are, I feel like ticking time bombs. So on my Kobo, I have Disorientation by Elaine Say Chow. Um, I've heard good things about that one. It's see, it's about like a girl who's in university. Um, look that's pretty much you know about it. And then I also have If I Had Your Face by Francis Cha. And I think that one talks about like beauty standards in like Asian communities, Korean communities, I believe. And then I also have The Black Friend on Being a Better White Person by Frederick Joseph. Um, That book came up on my radar because a girl I follow on Instagram, Emily, is booked up. I believe that's her handle. She is doing a little like group chat where she is talking about this book with a bunch of other book people, bookstagrammers, I guess. And they want to talk about it with their kids. So I think that's a really awesome activity to do. And I didn't read any Black authors for Black History Month. So I'm like, you know what? I need to make up for that by reading more Black authors soon. I feel like I don't usually do like themed, not themed months, but I don't read just based on the month. I kind of just try and diversify my reads throughout the year. But (laughs) I read a lot of Asian authors this month. I was on like an Asian author kick. So... I yeah I kind of want to read that well the black friend on being a better white person book kind of throughout the month because it's like a non-fiction so Mm -hmm. I feel like I like to incorporate non-fiction once in a while and then maybe I'll read the priory of the orange tree yeah you should I think that's the next one you should read yes I think for sure it's a big boy and I kind of need to read a physical book it's been too long yeah you do I miss turning pages I was like holding it yesterday and I'm like yeah wow, it's nice. I love this feeling it's nice to have a physical book for sure mm-hmm. yeah okay we aren't doing a book today but we thought we would just do kind of like a chatty more of a chatty book chat which mm-hmm. if you've already noticed we've already gone on quite a few tangents today but we're gonna do <laughs> yeah. okay then the last thing we were gonna do if you made it this far in the episode we were just, thanks for listening yeah we were just gonna do some like little silly buzzfeed book quizzes so mm-hmm. which one do you want to do first should we do should we do what classic piece of literature are you yeah okay yeah let's do that so one i both, okay we both have them open and we're just gonna do them so this one is titled what classic book matches your personality and what does it say about you as a person so let's start off choose a disney movie the four there's five options we have the little mermaid hercules zootopia tangled or the lion king oh there it is personally um oh sorry i'm like looking at the web page <laughs> i would choose lion king okay which image calls to you most and there are five images there's one of like a downtown city one of a castle one of some hilly mountains one of a concert, and then one of looks like, looks like Calgary, some prairies. Yeah, I was gonna say that looks like a nice Alberta highway landscape. Yeah. Um, as much as I want to say like the club rave scene, I want to say the Alberta one <laughs> because Fair. those hay bales are really calling to me right now. The hay bales are really nice. The sky looks beautiful. I'm gonna pick the like mountainous one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, choose a pet. Dog, snake, bird, cat, horse. Okay, I think I would choose a bird because um, shout out to my Biagi friends, Emily and Anna. They are bird lovers. And when I lived with them, they were my roommates for quite a while. Um, we had a bird. So now I'm a bird girl. What kind of a bird was it? It was actually, okay, we had two. One... Well, actually, what the we the bird they currently have, I never actually lived with. I was just very close with it. Um, so Luna was a yeah. So Luna, um, may she rest in peace. Um, she was a turquoise parakeet, beautiful bird. They adopted this bird, uh, kind of yeah. Uh, we used to house sit this bird, not house sit. We were like babysitting this bird for a long time I think for like three years and then Emily and Anna 
just ended up adopting Luna. And then she had a, well, she, she passed, unfortunately. Oh. So then um, Emily and Anna got Yuji, who is not a turquoise parakeet, but also parakeet, but um, he's pink. Oh. So it looks exactly like Luna, turquoise parakeet, but pink. So yeah, I'm like a bird gal. <laughs> okay. Yeah, how about you? I am not a bird gal. Um, I chose dog. <laughs> okay. I mean, I... I saw that coming. <laughs> I chose dog because I have a dog and I like dogs. Yes, makes sense. I also love I, cats, but I, I think cats too. I'm like deathly allergic to them though. I think it'd be rude of me to pick a cat when I have a lovely Especially when cat. Remy's in the room. When he's in the room too. Yeah, it's kind of rude. Yeah. Yeah. How dare you? Yeah. How dare I? Um, okay. Next one. Pick a genre. Okay. Historical fiction, romance, comedy, fantasy, or thriller. I'm all about that historical fic. Oh, I'm kind of like, I feel like most books I read are thrillers, but you I do want to choose comedy. I know. I'm like kind of straying away from thrillers now, even though like last month I read like a hundred. I'm going to say comedy because I want to be a comedy book person. <laughs> okay. You read okay, The Idiot. Okay. You said, I want to laugh. Yeah. I want to laugh now. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Um. So next question is pick a color. Red, yellow, blue, violet, green. Oh. I'm gonna choose green because I'm I've been on a green kick. I'm also choosing green. Recently. Something to snack on. <gasps> oh, <so> hard <gasps> donuts, French fries, oh, strawberries, no. pizza, or chocolate. Well, pizza isn't a snack. Yeah, that's like a meal. I mean, I some once in a while I'll, I'll like grab a slice of pizza as a snack. I'm like, gonna when go I'm walking around, and if there's a pizza place, definitely a snack. Mm. I'm gonna go. This is hard. Like I'm trying to decide between sweet and savory. I want a donut right now, so I'm going to pick donut. Yeah, I think I'm going to pick donut, too. French Ooh. fries was really close, though. French fries was really close for me, too. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. Um, and lastly, choose a beautiful sky. These are just and very beautiful sky. Can't describe. Yes. I'm picking There's the one, like on one top right. Yeah, it's like very cloudy, very red sunset. Looks like maybe it could be a sunrise, but probably is a sunset. Mm-hmm. That one. That one's nice. Mm. That one's like dark and vibey. Hmm. Yeah. I think I want to do top left. It's like a typical cotton candy sky. Oh, yeah, that one's cute. Nice pastel. Oh, okay. What book did you get? Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. <gasps> oh, my God. No way. Yeah, I haven't Have you read that one? Mm. me neither i've heard that's like one of the best classic classics yeah and movie i've seen like half of the movie i'm bad with movies though me too i never finish a movie i do want to read that book though so i'm kind of jealous oh what did you get um i got 100 years of solitude by gabriel garcia marquez i don't oh i have that what really? I have that. I have it on my no in way. on my book in my book pile, like literally over there. I have it. I found it on like. Oh this- my god! Wow. I guess you haven't read it yet. Not yet. I'm <laughs> this not is like. I mean the 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 title is giving my year of rest and relaxation times one hundred. Is it? Yeah, because I feel like one hundred years of solitude. Oh, my year of resting. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. That's funny. That's kind of true. Oh my god. Okay, I can see th- it's like a magical realism classic. So it's a bit like a bit of random stuff happens, but this actually sounds like a good book. I'm gonna add it to my want to read, my TBR yeah. of Goodreads. I have it in my like by my bed. My apartment has really deep windowsills, and so like on all my windowsills, I have like stacks of books because I only have one bookshelf and it's pretty small. But I have two stacks of books by my bed because those are always like the ones I want to read next. Do I read them next? No. <laughs> yes. So it is in one of those stacks and it has been there since probably August. Oh, very cool. Okay. I, okay. I'm curious, like what cover do you have? It's green. Okay. Is it green and yellow? Yeah. That one. Actually, they're all green and yellow. It's like, I don't know. I don't really remember. Okay. I, um, Hey, it looks like there's mixed reviews from my friends that I have on Goodreads, but Ooh. it seems like it's a good, it's 4.1 on Goodreads. So, I mean. Yeah, pretty solid. 
That's fun. Okay. 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 Our next okay. quiz. What should we do? Um, fantasy book. This was not really a quiz. It's literally, it just is going to tell us what book to read. Oh, yes. Tell us your zodiac sign and we'll give you a fantasy book to read. What's your zodiac sign? Capricorn. Oh, what? Okay, when's your birthday? December 25th. What? Really? Yeah, Christmas Christmas? Day. Oh, yep. oh, that's so cute. Yep. My grandpa's birthday was uh, December 25th. Oh, oh really? Yeah, twins. Wow. That's so funny. That's fun. That is so funny. Um, When's your birthday? Okay, what? Oh, you're, mine's March twenty second. Yeah, you're a Pisces, Aries. Aries, yes. Aries. It's like on the cusp. I like yeah. to say it's coming up. Um, I know it's coming up. The big two nine. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Wow. Oh my god, this is my last year of my twenties. <gasps> that's crazy. That's kind I just of crazy. That. I know. I just realized that's the last. Oh my god, this is the last year of my twenties. <gasps> You're going out with bang. Yeah, I really am. Yeah, in a different continent. Yeah. <laughs> what book did you get? I got Cirque by Madeline Miller, which I really oh. want. Oh, okay. Why did I think that was? I mean, okay, that makes sense as a fantasy book. I didn't really realize it was a fantasy book, but I guess it is. I thought it was more like Greek mythology. Yeah, it. I think that's what it Actually, is. Maybe not Greek. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if it's Greek, but Cirque, a powerless god, got a powerless child of a god has never fit in. Oh, so. I have like another Madeline Miller book on my Kobo. I think. Oh, really? I think so. Let me see. Yeah, the Song of Achilles. Oh, Galatea. She also wrote. I didn't know. Okay, so she does like a lot of. Would it be historic? It's not like historical fiction, but like. I guess it's fantasy. I don't I don't even I guess I guess yeah it would be like mythological maybe yeah um oh she got her BA and MA in Latin and ancient Greek oh that's probably why it makes sense influenced by that okay that makes sense I feel like a lot of her books are like what am I trying to say Cirque is becoming a show oh really yeah with HBO Max Oh, that's that's probably gonna be really good then. And it will premiere in twenty twenty three. Oh, oh cool. my gosh! I'm gonna have to read that book. Wow. Okay, what book did you get? I got Gideon the Ninth uh, by Tamsin Muir. It won the or sorry, it was nominee for best science fiction and best debut album. Album. <laughs> oh my god. Album. <laughs> nominee for best science fiction and de- best debut novel in. 2019 for Goodreads Choice Award and it's apparently part of the Lock Tomb series it's the first book oh okay oh okay and under genres it's fantasy science fiction fiction LGBT horror queer lesbian adult mystery audiobook audiobook I mean okay okay (laughs) sounds pretty good interesting I'm like not much of a fantasy reader but that was one genre I wanted to get into this year maybe not get into but like try again yeah because it's very popular and I you know love some fantasy once in a while so yeah I think when they're well done they're well done yes yeah yes I agree okay Okay. well that was fun next one this is an actual this is like is this a quiz this is if you read any of these books as a kid you were definitely a bookworm so I guess we'll just go oh yeah 26 out of 38 of them Okay, The Rainbow Fish by Marcus Feister. Definitely read that. Oh, one. yes, for sure. Many times, I think. Yeah. The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. Yes. I don't know. I feel like I've read it, but not this cover. Is that weird? I did. Well, they're never in color, the covers. They're always in black and white. Oh. Okay, maybe that's why it's not ringing a bell. I don't know. I don't know. I read that one um good night moon yes okay this is hard because i was a nanny and i've definitely read these books to kids but i don't remember if i read them as a kid like some of them i'm having a hard time remembering like where the wild things are i've read but i don't think i read it as a kid oh okay i do remember i read it but i don't remember if i read it as a kid because i remember i saw the movie 
because it came out as a movie and I remember reading it around that time but I wasn't a child child like I think I was like a older child I'm gonna check it off anyway The Cat in the Hat by Dr. Seuss yes definitely have read that one I feel like I have it memorized um oh Corduroy I don't know that one really oh my god I yeah I've read this one I don't even remember what it's about I think it's a bear that's made out of corduroy and it's a really cute story I don't remember um corduroy by Don Freeman Felix so sad anyway Charlotte's Web yes yes I also loved that movie as a kid yes I I I think I I love that movie but I couldn't watch it too many times because it made me so sad yeah it was sad I cried as a child and I'm scared of spiders. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I'm scared alert, of spiders. spiders. That, yeah. And um, I was also scared of spiders. I still am, um, I guess. I should say was. Um <laughs> The Very Hungry Caterpillar by Eric Carl. I've definitely read that as a kid. Oh yeah. That was like my favorite book as a kid. Yeah. That was um, like my five out of five Goodreads. Best I've ever read book. <laughs> best I've ever read as a kid. Yeah. Curious George. I never read Curious George, but then I read it to the little kid that I nannied. He loved Curious George, um, but I never read it as a kid. I don't know if I've read like the original one. I know there was like spinoffs. Yeah. <laughs> or there was multiples. Multiples. Madeline, yes. Oh, yes. Madeline, yes. And I also like watched the movie as a kid. Green Eggs and Ham. Fucking slapped. Yep. Love, Love that one. Green Eggs and Ham. Oh, Chicken and Boom. Boom. I I definitely remember the poster of this, or not poster, but there was a poster in my elementary school for this, and I remember seeing it, but I don't know if I've read it. I I don't think I have. Eloise, I have. have. Oh, I don't think I've read Eloise. I remember Eloise. I don't remember remember this book. Dancing in the Wings? Did you read that? No, I didn't read that one. Harold and the Purple Crayon? No. I read that one. Did you? I remember there was a show too. Yeah, there was like a movie. Oh, George and um, Martha? Oh, I haven't read that one, but I do remember this cover. I don't. Like, it's very cute. I like that. Arthur's Eyes. I do remember reading this one. Yeah, Arthur. I, I remember Arthur. I loved Arthur. I remember I didn't like the book because it didn't look like the show. <laughs> oh my God. I think that I read it because we, like my whole family wears glasses. Oh, my really? brother, my mom and me my dad now wears glasses because he's old so he needs like reading glasses but we read like wore glasses like I think I was in kindergarten when I got glasses and I remember my mom reading it to me because of that I think oh oh yeah it's about when he gets glasses okay yeah um Winnie the Pooh hell yeah I I don't know if I've actually read the book I definitely have read the book. Yeah. I've definitely watched it. I don't know. I don't remember. Anything Berenstein Bears I've definitely read. Mm-hmm. Except oh, I- Matilda. Oh, yeah, Matilda. I've I've read, like, every Roald Dahl book. I remember I got a box set of all of them. I loved Roald Dahl. I still love them. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Speaking of, ooh, random little tangent about Roald Dahl apparently they're censoring a lot of his books now so the new copies that they're publishing they're making them a bit more politically correct for this time oh of life because I guess there's like I oh I don't remember I was a kid when I read a lot of them but there's a lot of like language that's not politically correct with what's um I guess going on today so a lot of them are being censored and there's like a big debate about it yeah so I don't know how I feel I haven't like actually read any of them or like the edited versions but I did see that online I was like oh that's interesting that is Um, interesting would love to hear your guys's thoughts on that since I don't have many (laughs) I mean I don't see why that's a bad thing but yeah I I don't see why it's a bad thing as adults we kind of have like the wherewithal to understand when something was written in the past yeah but I think as children, That's like, true. if you're a child reading it, like, you don't know. And obviously, we didn't know when we were kids that that was not an okay, like, not an okay way Exactly. To so I don't see what's wrong with it. Especially for children's books. Like, I think children's books should be the things that are updated the most. Like, yeah. Because reading a book from the 1920s, you know, like, as an adult, the context. But kids don't know that. 
That's very true. I didn't really, I didn't really even think of that because I was thinking, I'm like, oh, it's interesting that they're editing. Like, Roald Dahl has been dead for a long time. Mm. So I'm like, I wonder what, well, I mean, I feel like he'd be like, why are you editing my books? But now that you said that, I'm like, okay, I understand. Yeah, that, that makes sense because I feel like with kids, it's hard to differentiate reading something from the past and then reading something from now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I don't know this snowy day book, but I do know The Little Prince, and I probably I have a copy of it. I have a French copy of it because I did French immersion. So I was gonna say I've only read The Little Prince in French. Yeah, I read it in French, and I have so a copy. I read it in French class. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, Le petit. Le petit prince. Oh yeah. Yes. Le petit prince my French is not good okay um I did read the snowy day but I read that in a children's lit class Um, oh and I remember we read it specifically because the main character is a black kid Mm. um because we were talking about how there's not much diversity in books but this is one book that it was published quite a while ago and it actually has a diverse not well it it has someone who's not white essentially so I was like that's pretty interesting I didn't read it as a kid though but I guess I have read it brown bear brown bear what do you see a classic I classic brown mouse looking at me brown mouse brown mouse what do you see no I don't know I don't know if that's the lyric oh my gosh I'm like you have to memorize (laughs) no but that's like the book oh my god okay I do remember that one I see a oh I remember I'd have to like we'd have to uh what's it called like repeat after the teacher yeah with this book yeah yeah lyle lyle crocodile was a tv show i think but i don't remember reading the book oh i do remember the show i don't remember the book though frog and toter friends obvi classic yes still love when people post little memes of them because yes oh my god they were a gay couple and i refuse to believe anything else (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I can see that. Oh my gosh. Yep. Amelia Bedelia. Obvi. Yes. Yes. Pop- I did read that one. Sorry, I'm Love just her. No. No. Please There's don't. <laughs> uh, the Polar Express. We read every single Christmas Eve. Oh, really? Yeah, always on Christmas Eve, we read the Polar Express. Did you read that one? I did read that one. Okay. Um. Well, Alexander, okay. Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day. Definitely read that one. Yes, I remember that one. That one was like a show too. Like they had a yeah, or it was like a, it turned it. They turned it into a movie or something. If you give a mouse a cookie, oh yeah, I love that one. And all the spinoffs they had too. Yeah, the Velveteen Rabbit. I read. I did read that one as well. Is that that's like an Easter book? I feel maybe, or I read it every time in Easter. Like school would read it. Yeah, school would read it. School would read it. Bella Luna. I don't remember that one. I don't remember that one. I feel like I remember it. I remember reading a story about a bat. Maybe it was this one, but maybe it wasn't. The name is familiar, but the bat is not familiar. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe alternate cover. Who knows? Are you my mother? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I remember that one. I don't know most Um, I feel like all the I ones remember reading that one. Ones. Oh, maybe not. <laughs> I remember Mouse Paint because I think it's a book that teaches you about um, primary colors and how to mix them. Oh, yeah. Just for you, Little Critter. I remember that one. I remember, I remember that, that, that sign, that cover. Yes, that was like an iconic cover. And then um, Clifford the Big Red Dog is my favorite, literal favorite ever. <gasps> yes, I was going to say Clifford was like, they made a show out of it too. And it was like on like Treehouse TV, and I watched that like until I was old. Yeah, I sure loved that one. And then the Taylor oh, and Peter Rabbit. Rabbit. Yes, I read that one. Yeah. Oh my god, I only got twenty five out of thirty eight. <gasps> what? I needed to get really? twenty six, otherwise I wasn't a bookworm. It says I got twenty nine. Apparently, you are most likely a bookworm. Most likely, you are most likely. Okay, but to be fair, I was kind of expecting that these to be like, like these books you read with your parents. I know, like you, it's like, kind of not like an independent parents, reader yet. No, like my parents dictated what books I had 
at that age yeah. because yeah, I didn't yeah. know how to pick a book. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't go to the library and you're like, I'm going to pick up green eggs and ham or no, they're just in your house. Or Yeah, right. Or like at school, your teacher reads them to you. Yeah. Or your buddy or something, reading buddy. Okay. Or if you read them in university for a children's lit class, then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> then you read them there. Um, okay. okay, well, BuzzFeed okay. could improve on that one for sure. Okay, let's do our last quiz. This is the hardest game of Would You Rather for book nerds. Oh <laughs> gosh, nervous. Ah, the hardest game. I'm actually really excited for this, though. First question. Okay. Kim. Would you rather only be allowed to read new cla- new releases or only be allowed to read classics? Uh, new releases. I suck at classics. <laughs> How about you? I, what would you I mean? don't know. Does classics mean like they have to be like old or like could it be like books that have just because if, if no new releases ever came out, I would have plenty of books to read and I'd be fine with that. But oh, do yeah. they have to read like old classics like Penguin classics? That's what I was thinking, what they meant by classics. Because if it was just, like, read the backlog of any author, I could do that. Hey, I'm going to say new releases then. So sorry, Taylor. I know that he would. <laughs> He's seizing okay. right now. Ready? Next one. Would okay, you next. not be able to buy any new books until you've finished all the old ones on your shelf or never be allowed to read any of the books you currently own? I have to finish the ones that I have. That's my current rule Me too. Anyways, so... 82% of people said that. Yeah, I I have to agree because I can't that that's a waste of so many books. Like 100 I have hundreds of books. <laughs> yeah. Can't do that. Okay, would you rather only be able to mark your place by dog earing the page or have to make a small mark on the corner of every page you've read? We just talked about this before we started recording. Yeah. I'll bend the corners. I'm going to bend the corners. I can't. I I'm not an annotating person. Yeah, I'm I'm I have a hard time writing in books. Even when I annotate, I when I, I annotate, which is never, I do it on a sticky note. Oh yeah. I use And then like not in the Oh for like I but I only do that books for school. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you want to resell a textbook. Um I can't really write in them. No. <laughs> okay. Next. Would you rather live in your favorite book, but the main character hates you? Or your favorite book character is real, but they're actually super annoying. What kind of a question is that? Would you rather live in your favorite book, but the main character hates you? Okay. Or <laughs> your favorite book character is real, but they're actually super annoying. Um. Okay. I find this hard because I don't have a favorite book and I don't have a favorite character. I think that Same. if the favorite character was a real person, I could just not be friends with them if I don't want to be. So I think I'm going to pick that one. Yeah, I don't think I'd want to live inside my favorite book. I don't know what my favorite book is, but I feel like the books that I love are books that I would not want to live in at all. So I'm going to also do want... Oh, shit. Whoops. I clicked the wrong one. Oh, whatever. Oh, favorite character is real. I Okay, yeah, I, I clicked the right one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Want my favorite character to be real but annoying because I can avoid them. Yeah, that seems easy to me. Okay, Mm -hmm. would you rather a series you love stops getting published after a major cliffhanger or an author you love (gasps) starts writing a genre you don't like? I'll expand my genre choices. I would just not read that author anymore. Yeah, same. No, I need like if if, like if Taylor Jenkins Reid started publishing. I don't know what what genre do I really don't like. I've read Taylor Jenkins Reid's trash romance novels and. Yeah, so yeah. I'll expand my genre choices. Cliffhanger is just like torture. No way. Would you rather be allowed to read fan fiction but never write it, or allowed to write fan fiction but never read it? I, I'd rather read it anyway. I don't read fan fiction. Yeah, I don't either. I don't write it either, but I'd rather read it than write it. So I'm gonna choose. I'd rather read it anyway. Would you rather never be able to finish a series or never reread your favorite books? really read series me neither or reread books I'd rather never finish a series I'm gonna choose that too because I feel like I never finish a series yeah I started one would you rather are we book people (laughs) I don't know what either of these mean would you rather be in charge of deciding how your favorite series ends or how your favorite author's next book starts I'd rather give my series a different ending but like 
I don't agree with either of those. I don't agree with either, but I think I'd choose the next project. Really? Yeah. You really want that Celia St. James book. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, TJR. Listen to the podcast and look at the poll. We're done. Oh, the end. Oh, okay. I thought that was going to be more hard. Me too. They did claim it was the hardest game of Would You Rather for book nerds. I mean, it was. We were not the right book nerds for it. Well, well, that was. (laughs) It's been a very rambly episode. Thank you for any of those that stayed with us through that. Yeah. Any closing thoughts, Kim? No, but if you like these rambly episodes, let us know. Yeah, let Let us us know. know. Also, what books you want us to read? Like, we're begging you to let us know what books <laughs> we should talk about please yes. <laughs> come on I also want to shout out a few countries that we have listeners from we have a listener from the Philippines yeah. we have a listener from Italy we have one from Vietnam Germany Thailand Sweden India then we have multiple from the UK multiple from Australia multiple from Chile and mm-hmm. we have a lot of people from Spain yeah shout out Spain and then obviously the states and Canada is are our highest ones, but I just thought it was fun that we have listeners around the world. So. Yeah, that is so cool. I think that is like definitely the funnest part of making a podcast um, is seeing like where the podcast goes, who listens, yeah. everything like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So thanks everyone for listening. We love you all. We love you all. And we'll be back next week with another book episode okay have a great week Bye. bye thanks for listening to the best i've ever read podcast with kim and Liv. you can find us on instagram at best read podcast email us at best read podcast at gmail.com and you can support us on patreon at patreon.com slash best read podcast we would love your support thanks for listening catch you next week Thank you.